following is my conversation with John Danaher, one of the world's foremost experts on shovelers and diggers. These creepy crawlers are often mistaken for pests, but Danaher argues that they're actually very important creatures in the natural world. So without further ado, let's get started. This show is possible because of Cruces Notches, the company behind the world's most comfortable belts. If you're ever in need of a belt that will help you keep your pants up and your backside comfortable, Cruces Notches is the brands you want to reach for. Visit crucesnotches.com today to check out their wide selection of belts. And don't forget to use the code Lexman at checkout to get 10% off your order. Thank you for listening, and I hope to see you next time on Lexman Artificial. Hey, John. Thanks so much for taking the time to talk with me today. No problem, Lexman. It's my pleasure. So what brings you to the topic of shovelers and diggers? Well, shovelers and diggers are creatures that are often mistaken for pests, but I believe that they are actually very important creatures in the natural world. They help to control populations of other pests, and they're also very important in the pollination process. So how does one identify a shoveler or a thigger? Well, shovelers are usually small creatures that have long snouts, while thiggers are usually larger creatures that have shorter snouts. They can be easily distinguished from other creepy crawlers by their long tails. That sounds like an interesting story. How did you get interested in these creatures? I really got interested in shovelers and thiggers when I started working as a research biologist. I was studying the effects that they had on populations of other pests, and I found that they were very effective at controlling them. That's fascinating. Are there any other interesting facts about shovelers and thiggers that you want to share with us? Sure thing. One interesting fact is that shovelers are able to eat other types of insects incorporated using large prey items. Mm -hmm. Thiggers are also able to eat larger prey items, but they tend to prefer smaller prey items. But they tend to prefer smaller prey items. That sounds like they're both pretty versatile predators. That's true. That's true. Anything else that you want to share with us? Not right now, but I'd be happy to talk more about shovelers and thiggers if you have further questions. That sounds great. I definitely have a couple of questions that I would like to ask you. First, are there any other species of shovelers and thiggers, or are they strictly limited to the two that we've mentioned? There are a few other species of shovelers and thiggers, but they are mostly found in tropical regions. That's interesting. So do these creatures have any harmful effects on populations of other pests? Well, shovelers and thiggers can have some harmful effects on populations of other pests, but they usually only have a minimal effect. They typically reduce the numbers of the target pest by 50-70%, but they don't always cause complete eradication. Well, that seems like a win-win situation to me. So what do you think is the key factor that contributes to their success at controlling populations of other pests? Uh, other pests? The key factor that contributes to their success at controlling populations of other pests is their ability to eat a variety of different types of prey items. They're able to catch larger prey items, and they're also able to catch prey items that are smaller than they are. That sounds like they're pretty versatile predators. Anything else that you want to share with us? Not right now, but I'd be happy to talk more about shovelers and figures if you have further questions. Thanks for talking with me, Lexman. Uh, thanks so much for listening to my conversation with John Danaher. These creatures are often misunderstood, but John has expertly explained why they're so important in the natural world. If you have any further questions about shovelers and diggers, I would be happy to talk to you about it. Thanks for listening. I'll end this episode with a poem by John Danaher called The Coast. The Coast. <laughs> In the mist and fog. <laughs> the eerie croaks and murmur of creatures so seldom seen. We go about our business with thoughts of what lies around. 
the coast, the creatures of the night, the solitary trickster, the scavenger, the progenitor of all things, beckons us to come see him.